Hello, ladies and gentlemen. I'm Jesse Duplantis. And I'm Kathy Duplantis. And here we are for another great boardroom chat. You know, you. everywhere we go, lately we've been traveling a lot, and everybody mm -hmm. seems to really love these boardroom chats. We get it's, so it's many comments. I, you know, I got that idea. You know, I'm a history buff. I like history. Yeah. And uh, Franklin Delano Roosevelt used to have fireside chats. And when I thought about that, I said, why not a good boardroom chat? And the reason why I named it boardroom, because the boardroom is where all the decisions are made here at Jesse the Planets Ministries with our board of directors and things of that nature. Yeah. And then after we, uh, we talk, we chat about it before we make our decision. That's so true. So that's how I kind of came up Yeah, and with we that. began during the COVID in our actual boardroom at the ministry, but right. then eventually because we continued it, we thought it would just be for a season. Yeah. But it, it with the Lord has led us to continue it, so yeah. we moved it into the studio to make it and, easier and, on the whole team. And we get so many different uh, wonderful testimonies. Why don't you read a few testimonies, then we'll get into today's uh, little lesson. I love lesson. that. Okay, this, we have people writing in from all over the world. It's Janice says, good evening from London, England. London, hallelujah. <laughs> Michelle says, watching from South Africa, East London. We'll be going there Yeah, we're going there pretty soon. Yeah, the end of June, beginning of July, I think. I think and so. You can see all the details on our magazine or on our on, online, website. on our website. Diana says, greetings from Romania. Never been to Romania. My brother-in-law has. He said yeah. he really loves we the country. We knew some people from Romania. Yeah. It's beautiful. Praise the Lord. Simonatra, I think a name. Amen from Trinidad. Trinidad. Flown over it. <laughs> <laughs> I flew over Trinidad. Mm -hmm. Mabel says, hello from Vancouver Island, Canada. Oh, beautiful place. Yeah. And then Sonia says, these are testimonies that the comments are really great. It says, Sonia says, you two allow us to be real in our marriage oh. while working together. Yes, we need to take care of the things of God. I'm getting wisdom today. Praise the Lord. Jason says, I've been watching ever since you started the boardroom chats and I haven't missed one. Come on, man. That, <laughs> that's, that's commitment. There. Yeah, <laughs> it says, you are blessing many people. Thanks for all you do for the kingdom. Camilla says, thank you. Thank God for giving you wisdom and understanding to preach God's word. I'm learning more and more about God's word. That's the whole key is to know the word of God and learn it so you can apply it. That's so true. Eric says, hallelujah. Y'all have been such a blessing to me since I've been doing a deep dive on the 100 fold. Oh, oh come on. <laughs> I'm increasing constantly and it's all to gl the glory, power and blessing of our God, Jehovah. Hallelujah to the King of Kings and Lord of Lords. You know, for you that, you know, he's talking about that. We did a three week segment on our boardroom chats Part one, part two, and part three on the hundredfold and God's financial plan. No one should ever be in financial trouble. Yeah. And people said, what about Jesus? He was poor. When was he poor? He was not poor. Because if you think about it, he never had a financial deficit. Right. right. And the title of that was God's Financial Plan. Yeah. Part one, part, part two, two, part, part three. three. I hope we you can go it. back. Can they get that, Kathy? Can they go back yeah. and get on that? Yeah, they can find good, it. Good, good. Look it up. <laughs> I don't know exactly how, but... I don't know how, but... <laughs> well, I think it's just listed there. If you go to uh, easiest places on the chat, I, know, excuse uh, me, on our let's, app. Let's ask the uh, people in, just, behind the camera. George, how do you do that? The JDM app is the, the JDM easiest app. way. Yeah, when you go to the app and you you just go, there's a little place where it has shows. We have like television broadcasts. We have the the uh, boardroom chats. We have the Bible studies, different I'm things. I'm telling you, it's worth All looking at. All the church at. services and you know, are there. And once you've seen it, see it again. And you ought to... Uh, refurbish yourself at least every three months on that so they know you'll never have no problem with no finances. We get comments all the time from people that binge. That binge, <laughs> That yeah. means they, they watch it over and over. Like this one we just read, they watch, they've watched every one of them. And this is number 158, so that says a lot. Uh, that's a lot. We have two more. Sandy <clears throat> says, I just received the <clears throat> Hidden Help book today, and I love it. That Hidden Help book, I hope if you hadn't got it, you need to get it. And I'm telling you, it's talking about the angelic hosts that help us. 
and it will bless you. In fact, a lot of my books are like Breaking the Power of Natural Law. A lot of people, how, how can you get healed by God and lose healing? You know, I, so I answer that because some people, yeah, faith will get you healed, but you have to also break the power of natural on your body. To stay you ought to order that. Yeah, it's an old book, but boy, it's worth it. Yeah, it's good. And then it says, this one says, thanks for doing these chats. Every day is a party with Jesus and Jesse. Praise <laughs> God. Thank you. <laughs> Hallelujah. Well, you know, we like being guided by the spirit of truth. And sure. I say this all the time here at our ministry. And I make a lot of decisions in this ministry, but I always stand on St. John 16, 13. And you ought to, too. Whether it was spiritual, physical, or financial in your body. And he says, how be it when the spirit of truth is come. Right. And he's come. He will guide you in all truth. And I had a person say not too long ago, but yes, you seem happy all the time. I mean, it's amazing. Well, the Bible calls the Holy Spirit the comforter. So I live in comfort. Now, when you hear the word comfort, you just think in terms of, you know, your house or well, you know, no, no, it's every day because this is a sin-sick, crazy world. But if you've got the comforter guiding you and leading you, man, I mean, it, it, you're a success going somewhere to succeed in the midst of all kinds of trouble. Right. And I want to talk about the day. I tell you what, we've been running. I had a great service the other day. We flew over uh, to Texas, and you came with me. Mm -hmm. And these wonderful people were such a I mean, the Holy Ghost knocking people down everywhere. I was stepping over bodies, you know. I mean, the Holy Spirit was just ministering to people. People were so hungry. I remember after oh, you prayed for people, two of them came to me, said, you know, I really wanted to get the Holy Ghost tonight. And so I prayed with them, and two of them, the two that I prayed for yeah. were filled with the Holy Ghost with the evidence of speaking in tongues. So it was a rocking night. Yeah, I mean, it was rocking. <laughs> Reeling in, rocking, and rolling. <laughs> you know, we had a good time. If you have a Bible or an iPad or um, maybe your phone, I want to go to a very familiar scripture. Kathy's always used this, and I don't think we've ever done any kind of a boardroom chat, but the Lord kind of quickened it to me. And it's Jeremiah chapter 29. And it's verse 11. And what I like about God, he's always ahead of us. Why? Because he plans things. Mm -hmm. He's a planner. God is a planner. And then we walk in his plans, you see. Amen. And if you walk in his plans, well, you can't really build a home without plans. Right. You see what I mean? If you're going to do it right, you know, you have to have the architect, and God is the architect. And we, and, always, we always talk with yeah. every day when we get out, hey, what's the plan today? What's the plan? Yeah, That's what's right. The plan? And, you know, I also say I'm the architect of my life. I determine what I'm going to do because God gave me free will. But God is the chief architect and the planner. Mm -hmm. And he's a plan. And like I said, you can't build a house without a good set of plans. But look what it says in Jeremiah chapter 29. I'm reading out the King James Version. You might want to do a different translation on it. God says this, For I know the thoughts that I think toward you. See, God is always thinking not only of us, but toward us. Mm -hmm. Why? Because he wants to bless us in the city, bless us in the field, bless us going in and bless us going out. So not only he thinks of us, he thinks toward us. Let me read it again. For I know the thoughts that I think toward you, saith the Lord, thoughts of peace. What does that mean? Thoughts of possession of adequate resource. That's spiritual, physical, and financial. Peace means nothing broken, nothing missing. Mm -hmm. Do you see that? Thoughts of peace and not of evil. How many times we've heard people say over our life, you know, God, boy, he just, he, he killing people. He just want to, he want to hurt. He has no evil thoughts toward mankind. There's a judgment side to God. You see, when you open up the door for Satan to hit you, I mean, you're going to get hit by him. He is a serial killer. Satan is a, I'm telling you, he, he don't come to make you sick. He come to kill. See, he, first he's going to steal from you, then kill, and then destroy. But God is thinking great thought. Well, why does God allow that? Because you allow it. He made you a free moral agent. So in other words, stop Satan from stealing, 
killing, and destroying. You right. see, and you do that. If you want to get around God, he's planning thoughts and thinking thoughts towards you and thinking thoughts of you. Let me Good read thoughts. it again. For I know the thoughts that I think towards you, saith the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil, to give you an expected end, or in other words, a good end. In other words, God always does good things. And I hear people say that all the time, especially on the media. Why did God allow that to happen? He didn't. You know, there hadn't been one gun ever killed anybody. It's people that kill people. Mm -hmm. It's just that simple, you know what I mean? And I'm not trying to be political here, and, I'm, and I mean, that's just, I'm just telling you, if you stop the people from pulling the triggers, you can have 40 billion guns. It doesn't make any difference. A gun doesn't kill you unless you use it. Right. You see what right. I'm saying? And, and, you know, I believe in the Second Amendment. I believe in that. And that's what I love about this country, that God, that God called our founders to say, let you be armed so that the government couldn't take you over. I mean, right. God was thinking towards you and for you all the way in advance. That's the reason why we put the Second Amendment in there. Why? So in other words, there's some countries you can't own a gun, can't do nothing. So they just come in and wipe you out if they feel like it. But if you got something that's just as powerful as them, they're going to think twice before they do that. See, now I'm not being political, but that's just simply the truth. Right. But what I like about God thinks thoughts toward me. Hmm. Man, that's a, so you know why he's doing that? He's planning my future and I don't even know it and then thinking thoughts of me, and to give me peace, possession of adequate resource, nothing broken, nothing missing. Mm -hmm. That's blessed in the city, in the field, going in and going out. That's what God thinks of you in every area right. of that. You see, well, Satan is the exact opposite. I mean, he's just doing everything, but I made up my mind. The reason why me and you live good, because we know God, for I know, see, we know God does these things. Mm -hmm. Instead of trying to convince ourselves or that he, that he does that. We know it. And we give thanks. I give thanks for a good parking space at a mall. <laughs> you know what I mean? I just do. I mean, you know why? Because <laughs> how many times you've had to, especially around the holiday, you're driving and circling and all that kind of takes a long time to do that. And, uh, but boy, I said, well, Lord, I just thank you. He, he, people say, oh, that's just so simple. That just, that's just happened by chance. There's nothing by chance. Faith is not a chance. Faith is a decision to do what God tells you to do. That's good. Go ahead, say something. Well, I was just thinking about this situation. I, you know, I always like to know the backstory when the state scripture is read, but at this point, Jeremiah was living in a nation that had rebelled against God's word. That's right. And they were suffering the consequences. And verse 10 uh, goes on to say in the NLT, it says, this is what the Lord says, you will be in Babylon 70 years, but then I will come and do for you all the good things that I have promised and I will bring you home again. So there was a something bad that was going to happen, but it was John, Jeremiah was a godly man, but he lived in a nation that made a lot of bad choices. We're in the same situation here. We live in a nation that our leaders oh, many terrible. times make wrong choices away from the word of God. But Jeremiah was interceding and he wanted the people to have hope, even though they were going to go through a period of difficulty. There, there was an answer, he says in verse 11. And, the, and why? Because they got in disobedience. Exactly. You, you open, when you make wrong choices or disobey God, you actually open the door to Satan. the devastation. And this is what happened to that nation. We're not going to go into all of that. But verse 11 in the, in the New Living Translation says, For I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord. They are plans for good and not for disaster to give Praise you a God. future and a hope. So even though Man. a difficult situation was right on the horizon, God wanted to give them encouragement to let them know there is hope. Same thing is true for us today. Even though we're dealing with stuff in the world, we right. can look to God and, and get answers and he can give us hope for our future. 
because the Word of God is filled with promises. And even though we're living in the world, we're not of it. And we're not subject to the same things. So we have to be wise and let the Holy Spirit direct us and lead us and guide our steps so that we can be the head and not the tail, be That's above right. and not beneath, be blessed going in and blessed. The blessing on our lives, on your life, if you know Jesus, makes all of the difference. You're not subject to the things of the world. So we can't give up and throw our hands up and say, oh, it's doom and gloom. Ain't no, right. look, for the, look for the answer. God will give you an answer. He says he has a plan. So we're talking it's, about God's planner. plan to help you to succeed no matter what's going on in the world. There's a great book that was wrote by, a, oh, I can't call Fine. his name right now, called God's Plan for Man. God's Finest Dake. Finest Dake. Uh -huh. And I mean, it's a powerful, you ought to get that thing. I mean, it's just amazing. I don't know, I don't know if it's still in print. You have it on the shelf. I have it on the shelf. Yeah. I love it. I have it in my, I think in my I, I just love it, you know, of God's plan for man. Mm -hmm. And when I realize that my life has already been planned out, all I got to do is not even walk, not even walk in my own footsteps or make my own footsteps. All I got to do is walk in the footprints of Jesus Christ. And you know what I was also thinking about? I love the fact that God called Jeremiah to write this down. Because 70 years later in the book Amen. of Daniel, you see how Daniel was reading the prophet Jeremiah and he read this verse and he actually saw verse, the verse above it 70 years and he calculated, he says, oh, it's a 70 years. This is what, I'm, we're right on the verge of our breakthrough. Amen. God promised this and he cannot lie. So Jeremiah, Daniel took great hope and he, he prayed, that's when you saw he prayed those uh, 21 days. That's right. The prince of Persia came against him. Oh, devil but doing prayer... Change things, and that whole thing turned around really amazingly. So if those two you know. <laughs> prophets were connected. But the Word of God gave the answer. That's it. You know. Yeah, keep preaching. It's a great I plan. I don't want to. I don't want to interrupt no, you. No, you're I, shucking I, corn there. <laughs> Praise God. Yeah, go ball some potatoes. <laughs> Man, ball some potatoes. Quick. <laughs> so when you understand, and I, you know, I'm very, I'm very uh, at ease in my life because I know God has planned my future. You know, and people, so I don't, oh, this is going to make some people mad. I don't expect something to go crazy. If it goes crazy, it won't touch me. And I, now I know what you're thinking. Who do you think you are? The same way people thought that we're in the land of Goshen. The plagues came and went and hit Egypt. Mm -hmm. Didn't hit, hit them. Why? Because the blood was on the doorpost. Well, the blood of Jesus is on us. Mm -hmm. And I won't tell you something, nothing can go through that blood. That blood's too thick to go through. And we're behind the hedge and that hedge is too high to go over. Right, but we still have a responsibility, sure we have a responsibility. to read the word, believe it, and speak it and declare it. But when you don't know the word, that's how Satan gets, you, you begin to believe things that's not even in the word. And you start blaming God for this. You know, God sent that hurricane over there. No, he didn't. No, he didn't. That's a judgment. That, that, that's a wicked thing. That kills. I mean, that steals your property, kills your property, and destroys everything. Mm -hmm. Now, there is a judgment side. Let me explain the judgment side of God. It's kind of like you. You have a judgment side with your children. You know, if kids would just go to bed when you tell them to go to bed. But you know, no. You know, kids can't be go to sleep unless they've been beat twice, <laughs> seems like, over the years past. But, you know, if, wouldn't you freak out? If you say, sweetheart, it's time for you to go to bed because you got to go to school tomorrow. Yes, mother. Yes, father. Thank you. You'd freak out. You'd almost pass out. You see what I'm saying? If they would just go. In other words, if they obey you, they only see your good side. But if they disobey, well, then you have to discipline, not hurt them and destroy them. Right. Love in its purest form is discipline. That's the judgment side of God. You know, God, I heard a preacher say this one time. If it wouldn't have been for sin, God wouldn't have had a serious thought 
In other words, he put them in the Garden of Eden. You talk about a nice place. Mm -hmm. And he said, dress it. In other words, put your taste on it and keep it. Don't let nobody steal it from you. And it, that was telling you that, that Satan's out there trying to you know, steal, kill, and destroy it. And if we would just do that, it was just such a blessing. But so, God doesn't send disaster no. to correct us. No. He gives us a disaster word. will come if well, you if open we, up that door, door because right. Satan is the killer. Right. Can't you understand that? We keep the, let me tell you something. On, on my door, <laughs> you're going to laugh at this. I only have one set of doorknobs and it's on the inside. In other words, I ain't nobody coming in my house. You mean spiritually doors? Yeah. Spiritually. I, yeah. I don't let nobody, I don't let the devil come in my house. He can't open the door because on his side, I don't have a doorknob. See, unless I open the door and invite him in. Mm -hmm. Do you understand what I'm trying to say here? So I make up my mind. Same thing with my body, my spirit, my soul, my body, and every area of my life. So sometimes I just sit down in my study and I, and I have a beautiful study. And I just think about the wonderful plans that God has for me. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden, in the midst of those plans that he has for me, he'll give me visions and he'll give me, or he'll give me a project. Let, let me explain something. I think now I don't want you to get sh shook up when I say this. You ever went by something, you didn't need it at all, but all of a sudden you thought, man, I want that. Kind of, no, I don't need to get that because I don't need it. And that's true. And you know, you, but all of a sudden, just something came up on you because you wanted it. You know what was saying? What was happening there? Your faith does not like to be stagnant. Faith right. doesn't like. Faith will say, "Move me to do something." Yeah, but he said, "But I don't really need that. It has nothing to do with that." The Lord's my shepherd; I shall not want. So faith will encourage. Come on, move me to get what you want. Yeah, but I don't really need it. That's not the issue. Bless God, use faith to get it, then give it away if you want. And like one, one time I told a lady, I, she, I said, honey, do you believe in a hundredfold? Well, Brother Jesse, I have enough money. I said, well, good God, woman, that's great. But since you have the ability to make money, why don't you believe for tons of it and just give it away? Right, yeah, she but, has you know, an be, anointing to get, get wealth. Yeah, so just, get it and do what God tells do you. Do what God to tells you it. to do. Doesn't mean you have to but, accumulate it. But let me go back to that faith thing. See, a lot of people don't know. That, see, the church said that's greed. You always want something. That's greed. Oh, no, no, no. See, that's your faith saying, "Hey, you made me stagnant. You're not moving me. Move me to do something." See, whether it's spiritual, physical, or financial. Faith is a powerful thing. It's a servant. It will work. Yes. See, in other words, faith don't work till you say it. Now, faith is something things hope for, the evidence things not seen. So you can stand at a mountain, look at it all day long, and the mountain ain't going nowhere. But when you begin to speak to it, mm -hmm. Bible says you can cast it into the sea. Or in other words, don't let your faith go stagnant. Faith doesn't like stagnation. So it's spiritual, physical, or financial. There's been some things that I have gotten that I turned around and gave away because my faith was just sitting there doing nothing and said, are you going to give me a job today, Jesse DePlanis? Yeah. Well, I... I I don't really need it, probably don't even really want it. Well, somebody does. Why don't you believe God? Move your faith toward it, get it, and just be a blessing. Yeah. That is so simple. That's what I mean. See, your faith is a planner just like God is a planner. I was just thinking about how uh, you had some, you, we went to visit Rodney Howard Brown, and we, well, like we went through his uh, warehouse, not where the warehouse, a garage, just a garage that had like uh, at the ministry where he had the, original van that his family traveled in when they moved when here first to America. Moved, and he was restoring it, was, it. Yeah, it was gutted. They were going to restore it and put it as a, as a part of a memorial, I guess, or 
museum, something for people to see where they came from and what God had done. But then there was a car there that you saw that you loved and Rodney had been given it. Now he knew the he received the seed and it's important that we know that when oh, yes, God indeed. gives us something, sometimes we're, we're just um, hold it temporarily. We, he received the seed, but he says, I don't know who this is for, but he had, I don't know how many well, months he I, had Let it. me explain what happened is, when we walked in there, he was just showing me around. He was so excited that he was restoring the original little, I think it was a Astro. Chevrolet Astro van yeah. that he had for him and Donica. And the well, children. But when I turned around, I saw a 1978 baby blue Lincoln Continental Mark V. Ooh, Jesus. <laughs> I went, wow. An look original at it. paint job. Yeah, now it brought me back to my youth. Right. You see what I, and I thought, I, and, and I didn't know Rodney was watching me. I said, and without thinking, I mean, I'm just looking at it. I said, this color was so rich and so wonderful that Ford decided not to put it on Fords, but to put it on the Lincoln division of uh, uh, the, the Mark V. And this is gorgeous. And they call it a land yacht because the, the hood is so long. It goes forever. I mean, it just goes forever. <laughs> it's gorgeous. heavy. The door is heavier probably oh, than God, the yeah. car that's out there. And then without thinking, I'm looking at it and I'm talking. I said, you see these little, these um, uh, windows, the little back windows? And it's they're kind of oblong, it's oval. oval. I said, they came from the, uh, the, the, the Thunderbird. The Thunderbird had, uh, back in the 50s, had a, a round one. This is up. And he looked at that, and he could see me excited. But what I was, I was back young, because that's, <laughs> that's my time, you know. And he said, Jesse. And he had to get my attention. I said, what? He said, I give it to you. I said, no, no, I'm not saying anything. I can tell you everything about that car. And I got it in my garage. I said, no, no. He said, Jesse. I give it to you. He said, I've been praying. The Lord gave me this and I received it. It was such a, I put it in a car show, all kinds of different things he, he does there on his property. Which and attracts he said, but a he lot said, of people and they, people get born again right. through these But what happened, he kept saying, Lord, this car belonged to somebody. Right. Now I hadn't seen one probably since 1978. You know uh -huh. what I'm saying? Uh, and, uh, but I mean, it, 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 so it's in my garage. And I just go look and I smell it. You know, and it has a 460 cubic inch engine. Oh, it's got a good, good, got a good engine on it. But the, the man uh, who gave it to him, uh, I'm assuming, I think I heard they kept it in a garage for many in, years. In, in California. In California. But Made it a twice sown seed. Exactly. That's what I was trying to get. So, Mr., whoever you are that gave it to Rodney, you got twice coming in because Rodney sold it too. He received it knowing that God wanted him to receive it, but that he would be but a distribution center and sow it to someone. Unless God. Tells me to sew it. I ain't giving it away. <laughs> I just like that baby blue color is so. I loved it so much that the first Lincoln uh, car, a uh, town car I had, was a 1982 baby blue. The same thing. Similar color. Oh man, it was just gorgeous. But the Mark V. I mean, you had to be rich to have a Mark V back in '78. It started out with a Mark two and a Mark three and a Mark four. Right, it's Mark the five, equivalent of the Cadillac. Six and a seven. Right, it was like the. Well, the Cadillac was the, uh, the, the Chevrolet it, product, right? Well, the, you know, the Cadillac was GM product. Well, it's the same and what it is, thing. if you want to do it right, you see, it, the Cadillac competitor was the Cadillac uh, uh, Brits. Oh, Lord, Jesus, I like that car too, you know. And people knows that in America, we bought our, what they call rich looking cars. We didn't buy the Mercedes and luxury BMW. Cars. The luxury cars were Cadillacs and, and, and Lincolns. Well, that's and why I was trying like to compare yeah. them to the Cadillac. But I mean, it was the Eldorado Barretts. God, it's gorgeous. That's the equivalent of the Mark. Four, five. That'd be equivalent. The Mark that series. is the competitor to the Mark series. Started with the one, two, three, yeah, four. Right. And, uh, and, and it's called the uh, Eldorado Barretts. Oh, Lord. I mean, it's just beautiful. It was generally cars. just a two door car, right? Yeah, well, yeah, the Mark was. It was a two door. 
See, and uh, it was just such a, Long and you could, get, you could get the two-door also in the Cadillac Eldorado Baritz if you want. You think uh, do you think they're interested in all that? Yeah, I am. I just thought I'd talk about it. <laughs> so it was just such a it's blessing. It's all part of the plan, though, the plan that's Now, watch seen. this. When did God think that he was going to give me a 1978, <laughs> watch this now, Mark 5, when? Probably before I was born before they ever existed. Yeah. He already knew that, that Jesse would walk into Rodney Hyde Brown's garage there. Right. And he knew Rodney would, and Adonica would obey. Right. He knew the California man would obey. Right. He knew I would obey by receiving it, and if God tells me to give it, I'll give it. That's not the right. My point is, he planned that, and it brought such ha happiness to me, because what it did, my hair went brown. I got young again by just looking at it, you know, way back when. And I thought, man. I remember I took a picture of y'all, uh, you and Rodney. He was leaning oh, over. You were sitting in the driver's yeah. seat. Y'all both had big old smiles. Oh, it's a and fun, I'm old. I'm, I'm, a I'm older. Moment. I'm a good 10 years older than Rodney, I think. And, uh, but, I mean, I, I just went back into that time. And I, I never forget. I, you know, I sold cars when I was a kid. I know. And, uh, and uh, remember when I had that uh, Cougar XR7 convertible? We were dating. I was just dating. Yeah, this is way back there, boy. I mean, in the 60s. I mean, 60s, Nine, 68, eight. 69, something like that. And then, then there was the Mark II. Oh, God. And you think nobody could afford that. But when it came out with that Mark V, they call it the Lanyard. Oh, Lord. I couldn't afford any of that stuff back then. And, you know, a long, long time ago. And anyway, to make a long story short, God planned it for me. Watch, let me read it for you. For I know the thoughts that I have. I'm going to put Jesse in there. For I know the thoughts that I have for Jesse, that I'm going to think it towards you, and it's going to be thoughts of peace, nothing broken, nothing missing. Uh, just perfection. And that, now I'm using that as an example. What is God planning for you? Mm -hmm. Some of you want, oh, boy, Shoko, thank you, Holy Ghost. Some of you want a baby. Oh, Jesus. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You don't even realize you're pregnant right now and you don't even know it. You can't say you ain't had no test, you ain't done that, but your, your heart's, oh, God. And God, and you know what he said? Be fruitful. Right. Multiply, right. replenish. Now, I'm going to tell you something about pregnancy. It's going to change you. It's going to change your body if you're a woman. And the man, it's going to change your life, mister, for the rest of your life. <laughs> that When that baby comes in, for baby becomes boss. Good. For the good. For the good. It, for the, it's just such a blessing of the Lord. You know, I, I, I only have one living aunt left mm -hmm. uh, in my mother's generation. Aunt Barbara. Aunt Barbara. And they watch all the time. Yeah, so and uh, it's such a blessing. Hello, Aunt Barbara. <laughs> and uh, we went to her house not long ago, and, uh, and I had my cousins and, 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 and everything there, and they said, you know, you do some things, I guess with my face, they, just like your mama or just like your daddy. See, you never really lose a person. You never really do. See, Kathy's got a situation that everybody needs to be aware of. Really? When she sees, when you see her eyebrow go up, I go, oh, Jesus, it's time to get out of town. You need to practice doing the <laughs> other eyes so that I Well, she kind of, that's somebody, there's somebody in the family got that same kind of eyebrow. Probably. <laughs> yeah. You see what I'm saying? So it's just such a blessing that God would plan. He planned Jesus' life for us that we could come boldly to the throne of grace. Yeah, and we need to learn to trust the plan. He planned a hundredfold. 
You planned a lot of great My things. My God. I mean, you know, you could spend hours, days, years just sitting there thinking about the plans that God has towards you. Mm -hmm. The thoughts that, what, that he thinks towards you right. and that he thinks of you. Hmm. Isn't that a blessing of the Lord? And it's amazing. You can do exactly the same thing. One time I was at uh, Rotolo's. Uh, that's a little pizza place here uh, real close to the ministry. Um, I don't know, maybe a mile away. And at that time, you, know, you see Chrissy on, on Glorious Living with, with Kathy. And, uh, and she was, you know, and, and she, I don't know if she was on a diet. She said, but she was talking about pizza. And while we was at eating lunch, I said, I'm going to get her a pizza. And, and I get that, I found out, I think she was kind of on a little diet or something. I don't know. When I got back, she said, I deserve that. I want to eat that. That is a, see, I thought I had a thought toward her. And then I had a thought of her, bought the pizza and brought it back. You remember that, Chrissy? She's behind the camera. Mm -hmm. Now, you see, well, that's just a little thing. Well, not to her. She enjoyed it. Not to me. I'm glad she enjoyed it. See, that's what I'm talking about. God is a planner. Mm -hmm. He enjoys planning your life. And if you listen to him, blessed in the city, in the field, going in, going out, no sickness, no disease, no poverty. It's all in this word. I know all what I just said is on the earth. Amen. Because Satan caused all that junk. But our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come. Thy will be done where? Here. Hmm. As it is where? There. Right. See what I'm saying? You, do you understand what I'm talking about? Do you realize that you, uh, God's already planned eternity for us? I know. The eternity of eternities? Mm -hmm. Think about that. All you people are sending these wonderful testimonies. My God, it blesses us. He caused you to do that. He had that plan before you were born. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? And that's what I'm talking about. Now watch this. I'm doing the same thing for my daughter Jody and my granddaughter Meredith. Hmm. The Bible said a good man. Am I a good man? Yes. All right. Leaves an inheritance uh -huh. for his children's children. I like to watch Kathy. When she, takes, she gets with Meredith, I kind of get out the way. Because it's grandma and granddaughter. And she said, listen, we're going to the mall. You want to come with it? And I think sometimes they want me to come. I prefer not to, not because not I don't like going to the mall, because I like the relationship that they have. And they all start out, and I, they ain't never come back without you hadn't bought something for her. You were thinking toward her. You were thinking of her. Mm -hmm. And then sometimes she does that to you. She'll bless you, you know, and, uh, and want to be a blessing. You know, she, especially around Kathy's birthday, she's excited to give Kathy something. It's just a wonderful thing. Well, you see why? The plans have been set. Hmm. So ladies and gentlemen, you are a success going somewhere to succeed. You are the healed going somewhere to be healed. I'm telling you, spiritually, physically, financially, and if you're going through hell, keep going. You'll get out of it if you keep going. <laughs> but if good. you stop, you got problems. Right. See, do I walk through the valley of the shadow of death? Don't stop, build a house, can't I the place? Get out the shadows. You see what I'm saying? And walk in the light of the glorious gospel. That's Go good. ahead, Kathy. I no, I love all of that. I was just trying to see other things in the Bible. There's, Go ahead. There's a scripture in Psalms 138, verse 8, that I've used a lot. You know, and I'm thinking about what am I going to do as plans and things I'm thinking about. And there's a verse uh, that says, The Lord will perfect that which concerneth me. 
Thy mercy, mm. O Lord, endureth forever. Forsake not the works of thine own hands. So God, we're concerned about things, but we have to relax and realize that God will, God oh. has a great plan. When we listen to him and obey him, he's going to bring perfection out. You know where I get concerned? Don't misinterpret concern and worry. That's totally two different things. Worries of the devil. Concern right. is knowledge and wisdom. I get concerned that when I do that, I, when I, when I, in this ministry, that I, I am not ahead of God and I'm not behind him. Right. That I'm on time. Well, See, God's never late, but he ain't never early. <laughs> See what I'm saying? And I want to do the same thing about this ministry. Let me give you an example of that. When you send in a financial seed, I don't do this. Woo! Hmm. I said, Lord, there's a plan for this money. There's a plan for this seed. Number one, for us to reach people and change lives one soul at a time. But also for you, for the 30, the 60, the 100 fold. That's why I tell people to support this ministry. I don't touch your money. Why? Because of the anointing of increase that's on me. And I've prayed it for literally years. God, this anointing of increase is so powerful on me. I want it to come on everyone. So when you send a seed in, I, I said, what's the plan for this seed? Because you put it in good ground. I don't mean that arrogant. We, Jesse Plans Ministry is good ground because we're not lazy with your seed. And then when we sow your seed, we fertilize it. We keep it going, know it, see? But what's the plan? Well, it's a, the plan for us is to go in the world and preach the gospel. What's the plan for you? Mm -hmm. I use that as an example. So thank you, partners, for what you do. You see, the, your faith moves you to do that. Mm -hmm. So faith can bring you the 30, the 60, the 100 right. fold. Faith does not to be, won't, don't want to be lazy. It, it, it's got to work. It's a working thing. See, and that's why you go get something you really don't want because faith made you believe for it and you may, then all of a sudden you may love it or you may give it away just to be a blessing. Well, God Lord. has an increase plan. That's, that's you know, so true. And that's so good. It, it flows in line and he has a way to get increased to mm -hmm. you. And so it's important. Just, I was just thinking about how, you know, we all have a savings plan. We a all have a retirement plan. Right. And we, we, we discipline ourselves to get toward these certain goals. Well, God has goals <laughs> and things that he wants for our lives. And I I want to read that same scripture that I read earlier in. Well, well you know, you okay, read it. I want to, because it's, it's important okay. they're connected. But you said retirement plan. Yeah. Let me show you how. Let me finish my thought first before you go, because I know that's going to go another whole direction. Okay. But I want to finish this yeah, up because that first that I read in Psalms 138. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's yours. <laughs> about how God perfects those things that concern us. Well, the New Living Translation of that same verse says, "The Lord will work out His plans for my life." Your faithful love, O Lord, endures forever. Don't abandon me, for you made me. So God has a, he will work out the plan. That's a scripture right there. You can when go you to that verse. believe God, I have a retirement plan. <laughs> Here. I'm never going to use it. I don't even know how much money's in it. I could not call that figure today to save my life. Somebody said, tell me what you have in your retirement plan, I'll shoot you. I said, pull the trigger. <laughs> you know why? It's not for me. There is my DNA doesn't have retirement in it. I don't mind retiring. That's not the issue. That's what I mean. I'm so confident in his plans for me. Right. You see what I'm saying? Um, <laughs> my tax attorney gave me a wonderful compliment, Kathy. She looked at me, she said, You are a money making machine. She said, I just did your taxes. I had to do a spreadsheet on you. 
I said, a spreadsheet. She said, you have, I mean a spreadsheet. She said, there's so many ways that you have done things. You got money coming. Money come. Well, I said, it's the Lord that did that. Sure. Gave me wisdom and understanding how to handle finance. And she had a, I had a hundred different ways money coming in. And she had to kind of condense all that kind of stuff. It's not just a salary. I mean, right now, she said, your money is working for you. You work for money and you working money. And I thought, first thing I thought about, well, God did that. He gave me the knowledge and the understanding. That's why I'm trying to get it to you, you see, because of this anointing of increase. Do you, do you see? That's why I want you to be a partner. And you had to put those things you learned in yes, practice. Then. in practice. Along the way, this summer, you're 74. You've learned it along. We I'm didn't not, have that information. I'll be 74 in two months. But you're almost 74. At the 74. time of this uh, uh, boardroom chat. <laughs> but I mean, you're not a spring chicken. <laughs> I'm not a spring chicken, but I am a and, chicken. <laughs> and I taste good. <laughs> But you, along the but you a rib, you a rib. Along life's path. I'm a chicken and you a rib. Everybody like ribs. <laughs> God made women from a rib. Got me on some food there. <laughs> You're hungry, huh? I'm getting hungry. So Go God, God had a plan along the way, and we learn things, but we have to put into practice the things that we learn. You know, we've often talked about how we'll meet people really late in life, and they have nothing to show. Oh. And because they haven't yeah. been good stewards, they haven't been wise in their dealings in the natural realm. But they realm. can change that. Yes, they can, but I'm just talking about how we recognize that along the way. They've made the wrong choices, and we've, we've talked about it a couple of times, how, uh, how important that is to, to, you know, we have our plan, but we have to follow God's plan all along the way. Don't go lean to our own understanding, but trust in God, lean to Him, and He'll direct our paths, and He will direct your path to John that 16, great 13. plan for that's your that, life. That's that verse. You know, I have some of these uh, Wall Street gurus, they like, they say, You've heard me say this before in some of my sermons. You need to quit that preaching business, get on this street, because you kind of understand it. No, see, that would be a wrong thing for me to do. It would be a wrong choice. And a then, total wrong then choice. Then if devastation comes, you can't say, oh, God, why did, you, why, did you take, why did you allow that to happen? No, you allowed it, Jesse, because you disobeyed what my plan was right. for your life. So many people make a conscious plan to walk away from God's good plan for whatever reason. Maybe they, they, they uh, fear gets in or disappointment or maybe past history, wrong theology, a lot of things happen to get you that place. But God always has a good plan to give you a good future. Ultimately, Towards He has an eternal you. plan. Ooh, and so the eternal plan is really the most important thing. But along the way toward our eternal plan, which is our heavenly home to live with Jesus forever, eternally, Amen. we have a life on this, earth, on this earth that can bring glory to God by making the right choices, by disciplining our flesh, Amen. by obeying Amen. His word. And, and uh, seeing his plan while we're here on this earth come to pass. You know, when you give a seed, I, I consider that an investment. You're investing in your future. Why? Because of the 30th, 60th, 100-fold. I'm telling you. I'm te it, it just works. I remember, you know, when I wanted to go on television, you know what the first thing me and Kathy did? We found good soil in television ministry and sold into it. We had a plan. God had a plan. Mm -hmm. He wanted us to go into but all the world and preach the gospel. Person through television, and, and one way to get that done, God's plan to be fulfilled, was to sow that seed into another ministry yeah. that was doing the same thing. But you see, I never thought of it as a seed. I thought, that's an investment. So, I, and, and, and man, and, and the hundredfold return came, and now we're all over the world preaching this gospel, not only on social media, 
but on other television stations and right. And Christian when we were building bu and when we we're building buildings, we looked for someone else, another right. church that was building, and we sowed seed mm -hmm. into that. Someone, if we believe it, for an aircraft, we looked for someone that had an aircraft ministry, yeah. sowed into that. Yeah. See, yeah. every seed reproduces after its kind. That's right. And, and it just works. It does work. So partners, thank you for doing that. If you're not a partner, you want to become one? Uh -huh. You want to put an investment in God's work and watch the blessing come up on you? Just go to jdm.org right now and sow a seed. You can use PayPal if you want to. You can text to give or you can mail in a donation. If you don't want to do it, don't do it. But I want to tell you something, you can't get a return unless you put something in it. That's I remember, just how it works. That's remember, I remember years ago, before you were born again, I didn't have a whole lot of cash in my own uh, rights to give away. You right. held most of the money. Well, we don't didn't make have a, me seem bad now. You can know, I finish? Because you live very good. No, no, you make I did, but we didn't, I held We didn't have a checking me. account because we were traveling all over. You just, we right. just were operated out of cash. We had now to keep hold of it. Truth. And so I had everything I needed and what I, more than what I needed. I had Say a, that again. You know, I had a lot of wants and you, you're very generous. Thank Always you. have been Thank generous. You. But I didn't have like cash on hand to just mm -hmm. give all the time when I went to church because you didn't really like church at that time. Well, I wouldn't say. But I remember, uh, and you can't pay for someone to get born again, but I remember having the thought in my early Christianity where I knew very little about the Word of God, but I had it in my heart to give, a, to give money, give some money that I had into this offering that was being received at a church that I was visiting because uh, I didn't attend a church regularly because we were traveling in nightclubs everywhere. And I remember saying, I'm going to sow this seed because I want to help that person reach someone else for Jesus. I'm believing that uh, that this will help. I'm putting this toward Jesse's uh, salvation. I didn't even understand the concept of naming your seed, which you later taught mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. about a, a harvest reproducing after its kind. But that was a God-related thought that God put in my mind that put his plan into practice. I was caring for someone else's soul and, and taking care of what God wanted me to do. And then, and then I just put it in his hands and I believe that that was part of God's plan to get you born again. I didn't right. pay for you to be born again, just like we can't pay for healing. But the principle of giving a right. seed uh, with God in mind, the, the Old Testament is filled with uh, examples and, and regulations about the offering. When you came to God, you didn't come empty-handed. You brought an offering. Oh, yes, indeed. And, and it was a, we weren't paying for something that God was going to do. God doesn't need anything we have. But it was an act of honor yeah. and an act of trust. And it was an act. It was something Amen. that showed that your trust was in Him and not in your own self. And it involved Hallelujah. heaven in your day-to-day -day life and, and helped establish God's long-term plan So am I a harvest off of the seed you sow? Yes. See, you you see, may I mean, not even I, know that. No, I did not know that. I mean, I didn't want to go to church. I, I think didn't it was to... like $5 <laughs> is what I had. Yeah. And I said in my heart, I said, I'm going to sow this so that that evangelist can help reach other people for Jesus because I'm believing Jesse will be reached. I don't know what who he will use to do that. I didn't know later on that it would be Billy Graham, the same way that I got born again. Some partner put Billy Graham on the t on television that That's day. That's right. Uh, Many partners gathered together so ooh. that he could buy that television time. Amen. And there we are sitting in that hotel room in Boston, Massachusetts. And I said, Jesse, why don't you watch Billy Graham with me? I was born again yeah. maybe about two years by that time. And he cursed a whole lot in those days. <laughs> and he said, why would I want to do that? Yeah, he no, added a lot of other words in between. And I said, well, look. <laughs> He's pulling a lot of people, pulling more people than you are. He must be saying something. And so I didn't say it in a way to put Jesse down, but just to let him open his eyes to realize, look at all these people listening. He must have something to say. Why don't you sit and listen with him? Yeah. And it, it got through. 
And he did, and I, and I got born again. It was such a blessing. See, God was thinking those thoughts toward me right. and for me. Right. I love that statement. I got to read Jeremiah 29, 11 again. For I know the thoughts that I think toward you, not just of you, right. saith the Lord, thoughts of peace, peace, thoughts of possession of adequate resource, nothing broken, nothing missing. You know, a thought is a seed that can become a living reality become a physical manifestation. Yeah. I had a thought to uh, ask Kathy to marry me. And then that thought turned into a manifestation reality on June the 6th, 1970. Who asked, me, who asked you, me to marry? You you asked me to marry and I had <laughs> to obey. You just said it. I said that after you said it. Yeah. I said, okay, because you told me to ask you again. You know what I'm saying? Do you know the, the new living <laughs> No, no, trends. don't get off of that. Hey, come on. <laughs> you know that. It was a good thought. Wait, let me finish my thought. You interrupted me again. You see? <laughs> so, but it became a living reality. So on June 6, 1970, at Holy Rosary Catholic Church, at 11 a.m., this priest connected me and Kathy together. Mm. Right then and there. That's going to be almost 53 years ago. And I never thought uh, not to be married to her in all those years. She said something so funny the other night. I like to pass that. She said, you know, um, uh, you know, uh, she said, uh, they'll, they'll, they'll forgive you for murder, but not for divorce. And I thought, <laughs> Whoa, you know, and all that kind of stuff. And yeah. the first five years of marriage was hell because of me. Because I didn't want to have anything to do with God or anything else. I was building a career. I was building a musical career. That's what I wanted. And I was doing everything I could to get that. And I was becoming very successful at it. But the Lord disrupted the plans yeah. and gave me a better plan. I'm known more today, if you want to think in the natural, all over the world than I ever was back in the sinful days. I was just remembering how your mama told that story and you remembered it when you were just a teenager and she brought you to church. You didn't go to church often, but every now and then they would bring you there and uh -huh. you were around prophets that would speak. And one of them told you about your life. They gave, he told you about told God's plan for your life to your mother and, mm -hmm. and you learned about it later. He said he would go very far, but right before he fall into the abyss, <laughs> I will save him. And that's exactly God how. God had a saving The man's name was... Floyd, Floyd Lemaire. And, and, and watch this. I mean, and boy, what he said came to pass. Yeah. Boy. Yeah. And it was just such a blessing. Yeah. Can we pray for you today? I just feel the letter of the Lord to do that. Father, in Jesus' name, yes. I, I, Lord, I pray for the people that are watching this board, yes. boardroom chat today. I ask you to bless them in the city, in the field, going in and going out. Lord, as they sow their seeds today, I ask you for the hundredfold for them. Yes. I thank you for all our partners who allow us to do these things. But more than that, Lord, I ask you to save people that need saving that's watching this today. Yes, Lord. And heal people that needs healing that's watching this yes, today. Yes, Lord. Restore hope to them. And completely, Lord. And let discouragement and despondency, depression go away. I, mm -hmm. I, I don't ask it. I demand it in the name of Jesus. Satan, get away from these people. Mm -hmm. We speak this today to these that are watching. Amen. And I yes. thank you that it will come to pass. In amen. Jesus' name we pray. Amen. amen and amen. I hope you enjoyed today. Because you know what? Every time I think of my partners, I'm thinking toward them and I'm thinking of them. Remember, every seed has to have a plan. Right. See, that's the first thing I say. What is the plan for this seed? Because right. I know if I do it correctly, the harvest will flow to you that gave it. Mm -hmm. It's just that simple. 
And you know, I, you know, we, God has been so good and gracious. Thank you. Thank, and those that are thinking about becoming a partner, thank you. And I know you can give to other people. That's fine. You know, I, and if you don't want to, don't. I please, I've, you've heard me say it many, many times. But I want to tell you something. This anointing that's on me and Kathy will come on you. And it, you deserve it. Mm-hmm. You have a right to it. And, you'll, and, you, and it's amazing what God will do and how quick he will do it if we put that faith in gear. Remember, faith does not want to be stagnant. Don't want to lay down. It says, give me a job to do. And our theme for this year, I'm drinking from my coffee from the cup. It says, if you keep the faith, everything is yours. Everything. So it's all connected. Lock, stock, and barrel. Faith in God's plan will get you where God wants you to go. So lock and load, praise God. (laughs) Lock and load. Watch God do the most amazing things. Thank you for watching today. Once again, partners, thank you for helping. If you'd like to be a partner, you want to sow a seed, you can go to JDM.org. We'll pray for you every day. Not because you gave, because we, ha- we have a responsibility That's to pray God's for you. That's God's plan for this That's ministry. That's God's plan. You can use PayPal if you like, if you want to. Or you can text to give a one-time uh, donation or a recurring one, whatever you want to do. Or you can mail in an old-fashioned donation. 100% of what you give goes into world evangelism. We're debt-free. Right. We're blessed. And you know what? Can I say this without sounding arrogant? I want you to live like me and Kathy. I mean, when Kathy goes to the store, I'm not worrying about how much money she's going to spend. Or she goes to the mall. I'm not concerned about that. She come back with something. And most of the time she shops online. I don't know. It just keeps coming in the house. And uh, then she, she, we pay for it. Or she pays for it. And all those kind of stuff. Because, uh, you know, it just works that way. And it's a wonderful thing. We, we couldn't do that when we first got married. Couldn't do that. And when I was making a lot of money, still couldn't do that. Because Satan was a robber. He's stealing. You know, I mean, stealing everything, you know. But boy, after we got born again. And we start beginning to sow our seed. Then I start thinking thoughts toward God like he was thinking toward me. And thoughts of God like he's thinking thoughts of me. And we came together. And we out together. Me and God, I'm the junior partner. He's the senior partner to all that we do. Thank you once again. This is Jesse and Kathy saying we love you. We'll see you next week. God bless you. Bye-bye.